Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody tis the andor after party it's the penny bloom podcast episode three time baby uh, i'm colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and man we've done episode 260 episode 261 and now episode 262 of the podcast today for andor episode one two and three uh, and this one will be covering episode three. So I hope you're fucking ready. What do you say we just go ahead and and jump right into this motherfucker? Oh, let's go. I'm I'm glad that we did little episode by episode and not watched them all in one. I'm mm-hmm. glad we did that. I think it only enhanced this episode. I um, think it did too. We got oh. to break down the first two piece by piece before jumping into this one. And this one benefited from it greatly so uh let's let's get right into it because this shit was epic we kick off with a flashback into into young Cass's life exploring the crash site nice little silent five minutes here where it's like ooh, he's uh this is intense he's seeing dead bodies clearly infected by that gas that we were seeing that yellow gas that was seeping through um and potentially seeing his reflection for the first time yeah i was wondering if that was the first time he saw i mean like maybe in water right um but i guess like this this would probably be the clearest reflection he's ever seen of himself um i I guess the water is pretty good but but i mean there were so many like emotional like this episode was emotional this like they the i mean i was crying at the end bro Oh, dude. Oh, I was dude. The mirroring at the end. The back and forth. The me- oh. How it was just mirroring exactly. Oh, dude. Holy fuck. Well, such yeah, a, this- it's the same thing happening, you know? He's being taken from one life into a new life, you know? And, and, both, and both stories. Uh, he's being ushered into the rebellion in the present, being taken away from his previous life on Canari here. Um, also interesting that later we find this is Republic era. Mm. This is oh. not the Empire yet. That is true. Yeah, the little. I, I, okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I'm like looking at the logos on their their little uniforms and such. That's um, Republic. Looking all around um, and mm-hmm. that makes. Yeah, that's uh. So evils, evils within the Republic as well. You know, mm. uh, not uh, not all, not all nice. You know, the the mining disaster that destroyed. Canari and made its environment toxic was done by the Republic. Um, a statement to be made there, methinks. Hmm. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't even. I guess I kind of. Maybe I just overlooked it. I'm like, yeah, that's the that's the Empire. I don't know. I just until now, I really didn't like put it together that it was the Republic. I didn't even think of that implication. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's oh. uh. 
Interesting. Very interesting stuff. And we see uh, we see Marva and uh, Clem Andor come on come on board. Um, this is uh, this is the mother and father Cassian were raised by, and they they find Cassian and Marva immediately takes a protective tone with him, which I which I really really appreciated. But uh, yeah, they're look they're they're some scavengers looking for a nice mm. little haul before the uh, before the Republic frigate arrives to investigate the crash and such. And uh, it was and, it was just really nice, like the back and forth. Um, what was the husband's name? Or I guess uh, who is it? Clem. Uh, yeah, like them going back and forth of like, I'm not going to leave him here to die. Are you kidding me? And then it's like we hit like. I don't know, like just their back and forth that she was having. And every time she's like, "No, it, it, this it, it's it's not an option that we can take to leave him here. Like it's not an option. We we right. we are taking him. We're not leaving here him here to die." Um, and it, it was just I don't know. Such now knowing for sure that it's like adopted family. Mm-hmm. You know, like they took him in, and like it's I don't know what happens to Clem. I guess like uh, well, we get a. a we get an allusion Wait. to the fact that his father was hung in the streets. Oh, that's right. I for, oh my god, I didn't even put that together either. Yeah, Holy that's crap. Clem. Yeah, Clem got oh, hung in the streets. Dang. Uh, bru- brutality there. Um and this episode was hard to watch at points for that reason. Uh like little as real as Star Wars has gotten in a while, I think, as far as like real to- real world tones sort of thing. Yeah, um, this episode felt completely different than the other two. I see why they released the first three, yeah, right away. Like it, I, I think the first two, they were like, "All right, we're gonna set you up." Three is hopefully here's what to expect for the next upcoming. Well, episode. it's it's like we've said, the first two were launching off points. This is truly like now he's in the rebellion. Like we're he's off now, in, dude. The the mother figure now he has like a like a father figure kind of now mm. like leading him on it was it was like the mirroring i don't know if a he's mentor. really gonna look at him as a father figure but yeah just like a an inspiration I mean, types uh, the guy who's gonna get him into the rebellion right oh so, right. very important maybe. yeah um i guess we're jumping near yeah we're jumping now, all over the place but, uh, but nevertheless <laughs> uh there the, this this introduction to the episode is bl- uh, like uh bleeds right into the present as Cassian is looking for a way off of Ferrix before the uh, the corpers the corpse um make a happen to track him down and uh what I really do like is that uh, he goes straight to uh Brasso and is like hey man I'm getting the fuck out of here my mom will have the money I owe you um I gotta go though deuces homie it's uh it's been it's been a good ride He's like, yo, where are you going? He's like, I can't tell you that. I just really got to go, homie. And he's like, oh, that's weird. That's strange. Ah, whatever. Um, yeah. And then we see these. Uh, Not much he could have done, you know. No, nah, but, nah. but at least he, said he does. Bye. He does what he needs to. Oh, dude came in clutch, dude. I was like, I was uh, like, make me eat my words, Brasso. Make mm-hmm. me eat my fucking words. I loved this shit. The whole town, too, man. It's. Wasn't just him. It's That's like, what made this episode so fucking good, and it also anchored home our man's mm. the bell ringer. Doom, 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 
It's it's what they all do. It's Damn. what they all do, baby. I fucking love that shit. Mm. Um, but good uh, pick for your favorite character last episode. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, mm. really, really brought it home this week. And <laughs> I mean, we were like, oh, I don't really want Tim to die, but I'm not sad he's Bro! gone. Like, I did not expect that. I mean, I like, I don't know, I. I just didn't expect him to die right there. I, that caught me so off guard. And then I'm yeah. like, ah, well, at least we don't have to deal with him anymore. And I was yeah, like, okay. Like it, he, he, he went out sort of better than he's he ever been. Nobly. I mean, yeah. he went out fucking stupidly, um, but he went out nobly. You know, he was at least trying to protect Bix, like trying to be there for her. It was just like, dude, you very clearly can't do anything about this. Um, but I do respect that he was like, yo, y'all are br- brutalizing her. I can't let this stand. Um, I respect it. I respected the way he went out. You know, I'm I'm glad I'm glad yeah. there was some saving grace to Tim's character mm-hmm. because uh, before this, prior to this, it was fuck. It was fuck him. It was fuck Tim. Yeah, it's just kind of life. Kind of average. He's OK. So you're dead. So I'll I'll give you the. I'll I won't speak pass. ill of the dead, <laughs> but it was fucked him before that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we 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 do get some more cutting back and forth between uh, you know the empire the the times of uh, Marva and Clem trying to get Casa on board their ship, and we and this time it's them trying to explain that they'll be arriving soon. Uh, they realize he don't he doesn't speak basic. He can't understand them. He's speaking in Canari, and uh, and instead of finding some way to get off the ship after he is mind blown by B, he's like, "Holy fucking shit! Does that thing what talk? What the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> dude's having his mind blown right now. Yeah, time after time, bro. And uh, I can't blame him for wrecking this fucking thing. He's like, "I don't like this monstrous thing. Fuck this bitch. I'm gonna destroy it." And uh, I love that, you know, Marvel was like, uh, I think I'm just going to have to put you to sleep. We'll, uh, we'll deal with it later. Um, a little, a little questionable. I mean, she had a good reason. You know, there was a Republic, Republic, uh, officer who was dead. Um, he knew that there, there's no way to communicate with them. Like they are there to help him once he wakes up safely on a ship with a smile, right. you know. I she I like in this case she did the right thing that's for sure like the she could have just left him there and taken all the crap and sure. and left yeah. completely so um I support it I, su- I, I mean, support shit, it without uh Marv we don't have the Death Star blowing up like if Mar or Mar did I say Marva Marva I don't know why I said Marv we don't have Marva then we don't have Cassian being saved then we don't have Rogue One happening. Maybe the plans don't don't get to where they need to go. Right. You know, all things happen for a reason. It is interesting, though, because uh, it does feel a little. Like this isn't a completely they want you to question the moral of this because the uh, Mm. the show starts with him searching for his sister. That's Uh, oh, he's he's so they just took him away from his home. Yeah, yeah he, okay. he longs for the connection back there. Um, and it's interesting knowing that the kids that were on Canari apparently didn't get killed. 
Yeah, because his sister somehow made it out. Yeah. Well, she wasn't with the group that went to the ship, at least. Maybe true, those kids true. died. Yeah. Um, but at least the kids that stayed back, why would the Empire just go to a random spot on the planet? You know, like, I don't think they true. would go back to track them down just to... I feel you on that. Them, I feel but... you on that. Hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, very interesting. But, uh, yeah, I was just kind of like... So there is a little bit of a moral implication there where he's like... Mm. He's clearly grown up in a loving environment, I think. I think that Marva has taken care of him, and he, he's got a family and stuff. But I do think he longs for the connection to his to his home, to Canari. And uh, I think that's uh, it was a little, little shady of Marva. It seemed like, uh, I kind of want a kid, but... Uh, yeah, true. Found, found one here. Uh, it, was a little, it was a little ick, but he, uh, he was on board the Republic ship. He probably wouldn't have got back in time. There's, there's, there's a lot of levels to it. There is a lot of levels to it. So maybe she tries to bring him back eventually. You know, like maybe like after they've, I don't know, because we only got her looking back at him and him looking at her for the first time. Like we don't know. Like maybe they don't stay away forever. I mean, they would probably be smartest to. Um, but like maybe there is like a sense of like, hey, do you want to go back? You know, like I know I took you from your home. And maybe she redeems herself a little bit in that aspect, but well, and who uh, knows? Maybe because it is still the Republic, apparently at that time. Apparently, it's not the Empire. Um, maybe they find these kids and on this toxic planet, and the ones who weren't a part of it, they were like, "All right, we got to relocate you. You, you are you're refugees mm. now." You know, so maybe a uh, hmm. maybe she got off. Uh, canary that way but uh why would the sister be running what's she running from is it anyone from canary like why is it that it it, it cannot be known that he is from canary or that any like is it only that cassian can't be known that he's from canary or anyone from canary can't be known like oh, that's they make they make what? it seem that it's like hush hush like you cannot let anyone know but why Ooh, that's interesting. I don't know if that's just because Cassian's gotten into some trouble before and therein they've written it off as him being from Fest or if I hadn't even considered that. That's interesting. Because, um, like, d does his sister have the same problem or is it just Cassian? Like, does she well, have to I go mean, around? Because, well, wait. The sister... Like, Cassian went into the brothel asking if there was anyone from there. And she was like, yeah, there was someone a while ago. So the sister just said that. Yeah, she, I don't think it's just a Canary thing. I think okay. it's a Cassian thing. That makes um, sense. Hmm. I guess it's probably just to protect his identity. But why would it matter if he's from Canary? Yeah, that's what's in the first that's place, interesting. Maybe. Uh, maybe we get a little bit more about how Marva's maybe been a little dishonest mm. about about his uh -oh. life on Canary. Maybe there's there's something there. Um, that would really oh, suck. I like Marva right no. now. No, there's no way. Because if if Marva was like, all right, everyone on your planet's dead. There's not even use going back. Just to have like Cassian stay with her, and then he figures out that his sister's alive somewhere. He'd be like, I don't think he'd really, well, I don't know. 
because he probably would have lived with her for a while, and like he that is like a mother figure to him. I oh, that I didn't even think about that, man. That's I hope it's all in goodwill, and she is actually like trying to help him out, not just take him. But hmm. yeah, I hope so too. It's just like there's a few holes there that I'm kind of like, oh, it kind of it kind of doesn't reflect the best on Marvo right now. Uh, she seems like a good woman with good intentions. It's just it might have it might have gone awry at some point for her. Mm. Um, but uh, back on Ferrix, speaking of Marva, the Corpers are uh, arriving at her door with an arrest warrant for Cassian, uh, who is currently on the other side of town waiting to meet Luthen in uh, in some warehouse. And uh, Nark and his boys can't uh, can't seem more excited to. To rough to rough up this old lady, uh, in mm-hmm. pursuit of the, of uh, they the need a win. They need a win here. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to get one later. Like, take their victories where they can. That's why it, they know that they can overpower one old lady. So they're going to, you know, like they're going to really overpower you, one old lady. Yeah, like come on, um, spilling all the classic cop stuff, just spilling all this stuff everywhere. Oh, destroying his room and stuff. Well, if you want it to stop, you can just tell us where he is. Like. All right. <laughs> All right, guy. And I love that people start like being outside like, "Yo, what the mm. fuck? She's an old lady." Definitely, you know, yeah. like the people ain't here for that shit. And I love that across the town, nobody's here for that shit. And uh Bootlicker last episode mentioned how that might be a problem, how these people might mm. not be so excited to see them. And uh, boy, was uh, was he right? And uh, I'm very happy that he was right because these people are not here for the bullshit. Even like right when they pull up and Brasso sees them out in the workyard, and he's like, "Oh, oh mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Um, well, let me go ahead and fuck up their <laughs> shit real quick." Um, I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're uh. They're real, real horny to find Cassian. That's that's they're definitely definitely their goal. And they're real horny when B starts accidentally calming Cassian because Cassian doesn't doesn't know he's being looked for. He has no idea that this is a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's told him, Hey man, there's been a bulletin out for a dude from Canary, you ought to watch out. You know, uh well and nobody knows how bad it is because there's no official documentation that says he's from Canary. So everyone's like, ah, it'll be fine. Fuck it. Yeah, not until the the clacking of all that. That's when he realizes. He's like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, oh, damn. It's like happening now. Like, we need to go. Hey, and none um, of this would have happened if not for fucking Tim. Fucking Tim. He really fucked shit up here. You know what? I'm not actually sad he died. <laughs> You're right. This is his fault. You know, if someone's going to die in the town for this, it better be him. I'd, I'd prefer it Tim than Bix. I'd prefer it Tim than Brasso. I'd, prefer, oh, I'd yeah. prefer Tim over all these people. I mean, that random dude who runs in and warns Bix, hey, they're after Cassian. Fuck yeah. I, I'd, I'd rather him be alive than Tim. Fuck Tim. Um, With two M's, too. Fuck him. Can't, like, ah, I just can't respect a rat, man. Mm, no. Yeah, no. I just can't. That rat bastard Tim Allen. Wow, it works on a few levels. Is that Tim his actual? Tim. Oh, no, I thought Tim like is... his actual character name was Tim Allen too. Like, no, uh... no. Tim Allen went to 
like ratted on a bunch of dudes in the like eighties. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I'm like, perfect, no though. way they did that. Like, they did a little, like, okay. It might be, though. That's kind of sick, if true. Like, if that yeah, is the inspiration from it, that's, that's kind of sick. Uh, knowing that. he's just going to rat and die, like, might as well. Like, Man, but when B was getting roughed up, I didn't fuck with that. When they were like, pull out his power units. And I was like, no, don't touch my boy B. And he's like, no, 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 please don't. I was like, fucking A, don't touch my boy B. Uh, and Marva being like, don't do that to him. And the fact that B is like an old friend. He's been there as long as Cassian has, bro. Seeing him all new and up in like good shape back in the flashbacks was super yeah. cool. Like he was all crisp and red, red, clean. Um, Bubba Bicks. Hmm. He's he's been around, you know. He's been around. Maybe many droids have their memories wiped. Maybe that's why he's so like broken down. Is because he never gets his memory wiped. Possibly. Oh, maybe. maybe he's yeah, one like of... they. Maybe so. Yeah. He's just got a really full memory unit. But uh... yeah, this uh, this doesn't go well for either either side. Really, you know, Cassian's tracked down, and the Empire is not going unnoticed. You know, they're stirring up a. They're stirring up a, a fuss, you know. Okay. Brasso chief. notices them. Uh, What's the the chief command? Chief the, inspector. Chief inspector. He's gonna be pissed. Yeah, he's gonna be like, dude. I literally went to tell them that this wasn't a problem, that it was already swept under the rug, and then now, look at what like, you've done. Yeah, I can't wait till he gets his ass chewed out by him, and he's gonna be like, "But sir, I'm doing the right thing." I'm hey, man, this man should be dead. Mm. True. I can't believe I can't believe Why didn't Luthen kill him? That's what I'm saying. I'm like I I understand Cassian's coming down hard from presumably I don't know if these were the first lives he's taken in the first episode. I think they are, judging by the way he's like, I messed up. Mm. Like I something went bad here. You know, like uh I think it is the first time he's killed somebody, so he is not exactly ready. To go just execution style on anybody. That's fair. Um, Luthen, however, he has, I don't feel like he has any qualms. He it's goes, like, kill him. him. I'll kill him. Yeah, he literally, yeah, like, literally <laughs> said it. Like, he, like, literally said, I'll kill him. Uh, yeah, I don't, that is interesting. I was, I was rooting that we were going to lose both Tim and Narc. I was like, we can't, that's too good. That's I know. Too, I was we, like, "No way!" You know, we like gotta I was let ready. Narc, I was like, we gotta yeah. let Nark get his ass chewed out by Chief Inspector. We gotta let him fall a little more. He's gonna get pissed and just try to well, go he's after. He's getting radicalized further and further in the That's in true. the side of the Empire. Like, I think by the end of the show, this guy's not dead, and he's like an officer in the Empire. Like, For that's how reason, I. He reminds me of like a Thrawn type, like early Thrawn. Like, I don't. He's not Thrawn. Like. There's no way that, like, Thrawn's a completely different species. He doesn't transform from a human into whatever he is. But, like, yeah, right. I don't know why. I feel like this is, like, it is his start and that he is going to be, like, some big guy. Because, like, high-ranking. Like, Cassian starting out as just, like, you know, getting by with whatever he can. And then the Rebellion's like, hey, well, a man of, like, your talents, like, you could be you're used for much, much, much more. So yeah. you come with us and you're going to, like, rank up. And then, like, the opposite side of the story, one guard who's just super serious about his job, you know, will eventually get the rank up, but... Mm. Fucking narc. But, uh, 
Yeah, they're uh the empire's not going unnoticed here. Uh they uh people passing by Bix and Tim's shop are like, yo, 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 they got Cassian. Uh Bix quickly realizes someone had to have ratted Cassian out. She's like, Oh shit. There's literally no way. And Tim's like Tim walks up and he's like, Hey, it's all right, he can fend for himself and the, and she's like, Excuse me. Who the fuck told you that we were talking about Cassian? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I ever tell you he's from Canari? Um and I have the feeling uh no. Did he overhear it whenever he was spying on them in the bar? And that's what made him go report? Or was it... That's my thing. Did they say it in so. the bar? Like, that he... Like, did they... It could even hear them at the bar? Like, yeah, I don't... It doesn't seem... I think he went on a... You know what? Fuck it. Mm. It's not Cassian, it's not Cassian. But I'm gonna go ahead and rat him out anyway. That's even worse. Yeah, I'm that's why she's glad like, he's dead. Did I even tell you he's from Canari? Damn. Cause I remember. Yeah, she definitely didn't. She did. She wouldn't have said that if she did. Yeah, right. She would have been like, "Oh fuck, I did tell you. Of course you ratted on him." If like yeah. it was the other way around. But oh, I'm more glad he's dead. Yeah, and the more and more we talk yeah. about him. Yeah, he just had a really, he had a solid death. He had a respectable death. See you, Tim. He slightly redeemed himself in his last moments. But rats can, just can't be forgiven. You hey. know, it's like Tony Soprano in episode, like, five of The Sopranos when they're up. He's, like, torn meadow at college, from college to college, and he finds a rat up north, and he, like, chokes him out, and he's like, <laughs> how you like that, you fucking rat? You know, like, uh, you just can't forgive them. You know, you can't forgive a rat. Um, no, yeah, rats, narks, snitches. You know, they're all, they're all in the same vein. We got a lot of them here. Um, and look what happens to you know. Uh, I mean, not not good things. You, I mean, hey, it's for the people. It's for yeah. the people. But uh, at the warehouse now, uh, completely unaware of just how close they are to closing in on him. Cassian meets in with uh with Luthen and he's like, "Yo, I got some pretty kick-ass shit for you. It's an NS9 Starpath unit. Uh and a I mean How about the fact that this Starpath unit came out of the ship that Marva... Is that confirmed? Oh, it's the same thing. Cause, uh, you saw, like, did you see the thing Clem, like, pulled, pushed up? Okay. I wanted, yeah, I didn't like, know. I'm like, has he really held on to it for so long and he's just been waiting and waiting for the right time to use it, you know, sort of thing? Because it would mean something to him. Like, that's where right. his, you know, his whole new life started. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad that it, like, I didn't want to just assume, but, uh, cause he yeah, said, that's like, the same ship. Cause he's like, he's like, please tell me how you, how you, and he's, he's refusing to tell him. It's because, it was his ship and it doesn't sound good that it was his ship. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, cause no. it has an Imperial star path unit in it and shit. Uh, but okay. yeah, I love that's, this. Uh, that's good though. Oh, 
I love but, this whole shit. When whenever he's like, "How did you get that?" and he's like, "Uh, oh, they don't even fucking notice, man." You walk in there, they're just so satisfied, all fat and happy up there. You just walk in like you belong. And Luthen's like, "Yeah, yeah, real entitled those sons of bitches. We could really do something here. We mm. could really fuck them up." And he's like, "What the fuck are you on about, man? I'm just trying to sell you a star path unit." And he's like, you "Either nah, got nah, my nah, money nah. or you don't, man. I don't know yeah. what you what you what do you want here." He's like, "Ah, if I can get that star path and that's all I'll leave with, that's cool. That's fine with me. However, a man of your talents, I can't let that go." And he's like, puts a gun to his head. That whole fucking th- like, god damn. Uh, but straight face. Oh, oh it was fucking brilliant. Like, uh, Luthen's like, yeah, I didn't come to Ferrix in search of the Star Path. I look, I came for you. Uh, naturally, Cassian's like, oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you. Um, and Cassian, he knows that the Empire knows about him, and uh, Luthen, you know, he, he's looking awfully suspicious, knowing Cassian's track record mm-hmm. and uh, and the fact that his father was hung. Uh, Cassian's like, yo, who the fuck are you, man? Uh, and I, it's interesting that they, we don't learn at all why Luthen knows any of this or how Luthen knows any of this. Is it just because of Bix? Hmm. Okay. That could be. Yeah. I was also trying to think if it's just like his, he's so connected that like, I don't know. Like he has connections it, everywhere that like, maybe if he's just like, all right, I'm going to meet with this person. I'm going to get their entire background check. But right. that information. I don't know. Would that really be no? Because if he is going by the name Cassian Andor, then like that is his father in the eyes of like documents and, and everything. Yeah, right. So like, yeah, He's it would be fast. legit. Yeah. So, um, hmm, it could just be he did a background check before he went to go go and pick up yeah. something from a, a yeah. random guy. Um, I, he's very careful. That's for sure. Uh, about everything where he lands, where I don't think he's just going to go talk to a random person that he doesn't know. He trusts Bix, but like, how how does he know that he can trust Cassie? Totally. So, I don't know, I put I already put him as my favorite performance of the episode. His, like him, like getting Cassian re- like rebellion ready, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I that and it, probably my favorite scene too is just their conversation. Ooh, um, let me tell you, bro. I'm. Oh, oh shit. My Not favorite scene is when the the pounding starts and Fiona Shaw as Marva is like, yo, that's the sound of a reckoning. And you, you got to be Ooh. ready for that shit because when it goes quiet, oh, that's when you got to look out, bro. Like that shit was cold. That shit was cold. And it also implies this ain't the first motherfucking time they've done this. You yeah. know, Mm-mm. they've been about it before. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sick. The it the whole ta- like the whole rebellion spirit, it's everywhere like in this show. And I I'm I'm like all for it. Like it's, Well, and that's it's, what I love about this is that it's not just the organized rebellion. It's it's the people who just do not fuck with the rebellion that are like, yeah, we've got our own little system to protect ourselves from their brutality, you know? Like we we figured some shit out. Um, and I loved when that shit started popping off. Uh, I absolutely loved their their little. Uh, just everyone was clanking and clanking and clanking, and the dude's like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just it's just intimidation, sir. That's they won't do shit though." 
Um, ooh. Yeah, what it, it, I think it like at first it's to get everyone in the know, like, hey, this is happening, get in your house, shut everything down, like make noise, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like when they all stop, like how do they know? I don't know. Like it, it it's it kind of like I was a little confused as to like um it seems the whole town is in on this, you know, like they it's been done before, but like what does she really mean by like when it stops that that's when the true reckoning begins because the town didn't really do anything. It was just Cassian and Luthen like just them actually It was a scare them. tactic. So that's legitimately all it was. Because like because whenever whenever it stops and the fucking ship blows up, they're like, "Oh shit, they're behind. Oh, they're behind they're them. not behind them." Yeah, there that's is no speech. So the the town, but that the town didn't know that the ship. What? I guess I don't know. Like, did they know that ship was going to go? Like they knew. Like the people who were at that construction site knew that they tied that ship down. It probably wasn't going to get anywhere. You know. Uh. I guess, yeah, just as a scare tactic, that, that makes I didn't know if there was, like, something more to it, where, like, once it stops is, like, the town's way of being, like, okay, now go, or do your, I don't know. Like, I, right. I, I was just trying to figure out, like... Uh, nah, I and so, frankly, I don't think that's exact, like, I think she was trying to scare yeah. them. I don't think that's, like, an actual thing that, that the town's, like, oh, yeah, and when it stops, we fucking ride. I think it was more like, hey, when this shit stops... Y'all need to be ready. So they went ahead and left when it stopped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she there, was just kind yeah. of, she was kind of playing them. Um, mm. Yeah, it was, it was fucking great. But uh, yeah, they, they start pounding on every, every piece of metal they could possibly find. Uh, the single chime, you know, becomes two, two becomes three, three becomes four and so on and so on. Everyone is banging on some shit by the end of it. Uh, and it alerts Cassian to that he's to the fact that he's in danger, and the it really worries the Imperials. They're like, "Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do." Uh, but uh, yeah, Marvel goes on to explain this is the sound of a reckoning, and it isn't until the near constant sound that has been the underlying soundtrack the whole time that you realize it's been going on the whole time until it stops. Mm. Like, when it stops, you go, oh, shit, that's been happening the whole fucking time. Thriller? I didn't really feel the thriller of episode one and two. This was suspenseful as fuck. It's like, the first two were like, it was building the suspense to allow this to happen. Basically, it was like the first, like, so, I mean, it was necessary. But this was, holy shit, I'm like, I'm kind of, like, in the... In the shoes of like the guards here, I'm like, oh, like what, what the fuck is about to go down? You know, like Marva's actually scaring me too a little bit here. You know, right. like it's when um, it's in the wind whistling mm. and shit. God, they're just letting you know, hey, you need to look the fuck out. You know, like the anxiety is building for you as the viewer <laughs> too, and uh, it's so perfect. And uh, you know, it's kind of kind of cool how it works with like the beginning. How all the shit popped off at the beginning of the episode, at the end of last episode, where blasters were fired, uh, darts were thrown. Beginning of this episode, it's five minutes of silence, and then he's taken off planet. You know, like uh, it's the new, 
sort of mm. juxtaposing ah, the, the sort of ideas. Okay. But okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They really. Did. It is very mirrored. Like it is like the same. There's a lot of wow. stuff. That, yeah. That's it's, awesome. it's really really well done. Uh, and yeah, I love that they you know they get into that shootout in the in the building Where after Luthen's like. Hey, I rigged the uh, I rigged the door with a couple charges. Always make sure you set up the plate your exit with a fucking bomb when you enter. Mm. Um <laughs> which was just so fucking funny. Uh got a few yeah. of them there. Pretty Luthen's epic, my dude. Luthen's pimp. Yeah. He's, he's my dude right that's now. That's who I'm gonna that's who I'm gonna select for my favorite character of this episode. Uh is Luthen. Uh that man was an absolute badass this week. This week, mm-hmm. I keep saying that this episode, um, <laughs> man. And, yeah, uh, he, I, I don't know. Do you think he'll it. he will look at him as like? Because I guess like he had a father, but how long do you think Clem is that right? No, yeah, I don't think he'll how view do Luthen think? as a father figure. More as like a mentor, just like mm-hmm. as a like someone ushering him into the rebellion presumably working in close contact with him. I think it'll just kind of be like a, a mentor relationship, not so much father son, mm. but uh, that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I anticipate. But uh, yeah, this, this whole firefight leads to like a chain reaction where everything starts falling from the ceiling, the chains, chain the reaction. That was pretty good there. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, everything starts collapsing. I love that. Luthen is like, Yo, you need to get the fuck out of here. Stop it. And he's like, No, I need to get that. I need to get that mm-hmm. thing. We can't just leave it here. Um yeah. I I don't know. I I guess in Cassian's mind, he's like, This is the only way I'm getting paid. You know, he's like, I I need like I, I need this. He's not really fully thinking of like, oh, I'm just going to run off with, with this guy now. Right. But like, um, I don't know, he's dedicated. I showed like showed Luthen that like he's 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 about it, you know? Like he if is. yeah, if he will fight for the rebellion. I mean, he makes the ultimate sacrifice, you know, at the end. So yeah. It's true. It's um, true, it's true. It sense, he ate up but... all his food. But uh yeah, they, they, they managed to get out of here by the by the skin of their teeth and uh they make their way to the heart of Ferrix where they uh they run into Cyril. The fucking narc where he's been uh you know he's holding up inside a building waiting to get the jump on him they're all taking position they're like oh fuck we're under siege everyone get up top figure out figure out a point of vantage Blah. um and uh but it's not good enough cassian walks up right behind him how about the fact that when the narc w- went into this building he just tried to shoot two people I, I literally, I literally out loud went like, wow, you fucking suck. Like, like you're the worst. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah, this dude, they're making us hate him so hard. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, I'm all I'm about all... it too. The narc can fuck himself, bro. I just can't believe he didn't die here. I know. That is, I'm I so... mean, I guess who else would be his, like Cassian's antagonist for the, the, the season? Cause like, I feel like it, it's going to. Like this dude is like gonna a have one a data yeah. against Cassian yeah. now, right? Um, he was his faith. He was he couldn't move. Like at the end, he was like 
he was so pissed. Like, well, uh, and like he's not just pissed; he's like very clearly not cut out for this. Ah, uh, yeah. He's, like, oh. trying to convince himself he's capable of things that he is not capable of. Like, I think not only is it, like, oh, fuck, that guy defeated me. I've been bested. Like, I'm... It's also the fact that I'm pretty sure he's not cool with the fact that he started this fight. Yeah, and He, he was he told knows. not to do this, yeah. and now people on his side have died because of it. And it's the reason he got into this was to prevent deaths of the people on his side Ooh, true and now he's like well fuck now i've caused like eight deaths for guys on my team damn oh i can't wait till he gets back the chief inspector gets back to him and just lets him have it now do you think he gets like you think he gets fired it's a distinct possibility i think he probably gets fired and then conscripts into the imperial ranks uh, go ahead, goes ahead and enlists and uh, tries to fight with the Empire in that regard. But uh, yeah, Luther's or Luthen's like, go ahead, kill this motherfucker. I'll kill him if you want me to. Uh, but Cassian goes ahead and chooses to get uh, get info out of him before leaving him, you know, tied up on the floor screaming for help. Uh, ultimately, keeping him alive does benefit the escape plan, you know, like it does, it does help that they're distracted by the fact that they're finding Cirilla a little bit and then they dip on the fuck out of there. But, um, yeah, as the, uh, as the corpus feel or free, uh, the narc, uh, they, they stage a two part escape where they mm-hmm. deploy a speeder. And I was like, that ain't them. No, that ain't that. Yeah. As soon as it came how out, how many charges you have left? Yeah, he's like, how yeah. many charges you have left while looking at that speeder? Yeah, like no, yeah, no, nah, yeah. not them. <laughs> no way they die right there, too. You know, exactly. Like, no way they exactly. kill them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, they they shoot down that speeder. Speeder flips. They go like, hey, let's go find the bodies, everybody. Poof. They get fucked up, uh, and they they get to an easy escape out of the city at that point. Uh, mm. luckily. What a plan. The rebel. The, oh. Oh, I don't know. I just like usually every time an Imperial or any evilish officer fails, it's like, yeah, I knew they were going to fail. Like, I, obviously, mm. like the, the good guys are going to get out of the situation. Star Wars, you know, it's episode three at that. Like, we're not going to, but like this one, like it felt legitimate. Like, he failed and it was because of like, Cassian and Luthen straight. Like, I don't know. It felt real in this case. Yeah, like, the implications are direct. They're ve- It's very straightforward, you know, uh, very to the point. But, you know, luckily, along with this escape, Cassian's friends have been actively helping uh, to take down the corpse because uh, Brasso rigs up that Imperial cruiser to cause the pilot to wreck it on his takeoff. Uh, I mean, Bix distracts a whole fucking squad of them. What the mm. fuck are these four guys doing? You incompetent fucks. Yeah, we've all got to stand here and rough up this lady. That's What the fuck the is wrong too. with you guys? Yeah, like, <laughs> Pin her up against the wall. Oh, this is a person running the opposite way of everybody else. I'm going to threaten to shoot her. What the fuck? I couldn't stand these motherfuckers, man. Mm. And uh, it makes sense that they were they were quick to the trigger when Tim pulls up and is like, 
Bex, you can't do this to her. Nah. And uh, the guy who does end up pulling the trigger is seemingly distraught at the fact that he had to pull the trigger. Yeah. I mean, he eventually dies in the ship that he tries to take off, but, like, right, right. he didn't, like, do it. He took off his hat, and he was like, fuck, like, I did not want to do that. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. So it's nice Mm-mm. to know that, like, these people aren't full-blown Empire. You know, like, the higher up you get, the closer to the Empire you get, it seems. Yeah. Um, But it's nice to know that these, there's still some humans in here. Uh, some people with some, I guess not all humans, uh, just some... Some people with heart, uh, I guess you could say. Yeah, and I mean, I really do, I do love Bix here too. Like, even though she was mad at Tim for ratting out Cassian, she was very distraught over mm. Tim's death. Like, this was, yeah. our theories the last couple episodes about this being not so serious for her were very quickly dispelled, yeah. I, I think. Uh, she she certainly had a, a great deal of romantic uh, feeling for Tim. Mm. I yeah, wonder I if we'll I wonder if like we'll get some more exploration of Bix and uh maybe the fighting continues on on this planet once the empire hears about all this shit and maybe they come in and kind of martial law this place mm. and we get to follow like Bix and Brasso and their little corner of the rebellion a little bit more. Oh. I think that would be really cool. Um because this is just this episode's full of radicalizing people. Yeah. Like Bix is on She's one more side rebellion than than ever now, mm-hmm. as well as Cassian. The narc is and... fully blown imperial, even more so than he was at the beginning of the episode. Uh, yeah, even though he was already <laughs> already there. But yeah, he. Uh... Our, our our narc here, he's in a total state of disrepair after Cassian's escape. Definitely some shit weighing on his shoulders there. And uh, R.I.P. Tim. I hope Bix. I hope we got a future with Bix. Mm. Oh hope yeah, we got a future with Bix. But uh, we as the episode, to. oh, we, we have, have to, to right? Have but to. Uh, as the episode comes to a close, Cassian and Luthen make their escape on Luthen's ship, and. Uh, they take this opportunity to contrast the departure of Cassian and Luthen with Cassa and uh, Marva with a beautiful music swell here at the end. Oh like, God. I got chills, tears in my eyes. We're cutting to Brasso. We're cutting to Bix. We're cutting to the people of uh, Ferrix just coming together and stuff. Like, oh, did not this shit hit like me in Disney a different way. Show. It did not. I don't know. I it This felt... They are legitimizing themselves with this show, is what it feels like. Like, this mm. is, I think this is their stab. This is like. It's taken, like, serious, it's, it's taken, like, I, it's taken filmmaking risks. And I don't think mm. we've gotten Star Wars storytelling that did it on this level since some people fucking hate it. A lot of people fucking hate it. But Star Wars The Last Jedi, uh took a lot of creative and storytelling risks and I think this is mm. the first thing we're getting since it that's not cause don't get me wrong I love the Mandalorian fairly certain they had no doubt about that yeah you know yeah, they, knew, was, that was, they kinda, knew that was gonna pop the they reason, had Grogu it's the reason they anchored it with a small little Grogu 
It's yeah. the reason they bring Luke Skywalker in in the finale of yeah. that show. The, that show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Book of Boba Fett, these shows are built on the fact that you already are just so deeply connected to these characters. We're going to we're going to hearken to your nostalgia with these stories. Just go ahead and love this shit. This is a brand new direction for Star Wars Disney Plus shows. You know, the Bad Batch even fell back on basically the Clone Wars style mm. storytelling and stuff. And even that, I'd say probably behind this takes the second most sort of risks with their storytelling. Like it's a uh, mm. It's compelling in a way that the others, they tr they do succeed at in many ways, but it's because we already love these guys. I like Cassie and Andor a lot, you know? I like them a lot off the back of Rogue One. But you have a lot more time to love Obi-Wan Kenobi. You have a lot more time to love Leia Organa. Is it wrong to say that this just feels like good television and not good Star Wars? Like, I think this breaks apart from it being star wars television like this mm. is it has just entered the realm of this is just good tv now that's like, what i told is... that's what i told emily she came home for her lunch break a little bit a, little, a couple hours ago i'd watched the first episode and i told her if there's a star wars thing you'll be interested in watching with me it's gonna be andor like it's just a it's just a good tv show you know mm. uh and yeah, knocked it, it out. It also helps that the only Star Wars movie I've got her to watch with me was Rogue One. So uh That'll 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 fit in nicely then. Yeah. Um, right. But man, yeah, this they they knocked this episode out of the park. And I it, it makes sense why three episodes were released at once. Um This was the I'm I'm I, now it's reading as a prologue. Mm. Kind of like this is the story that got him here. That got him to the rebellion. Now, these are the stories once he's in it, you know, uh, which cool. I'm very, very excited for. The prequel to the prequel. Yeah. The prequel to the prequel. Yes. There we go. Um, oh, man, I, what do you, like, next episode? Like, I know we got a lot of action and a lot of, like, things that were building up to, like, lead to this one big kind of, like, uh, trying to capture Cassian. But, like, now he's, like... He's going to have to be on the run, or I don't know, I guess does Luthen have, like, a, I think he has, like, some hidden secret, like, uh, where do you think he's going to take him, did he say? Well, he's he's a part of the Rebellion, mm -hmm. um, so it's it, it, maybe a rebel base. He Odds are he won't go directly there in case they are followed. Uh, he'll probably bounce around a couple of times, but... Uh, yeah, my money is by the end of it, he's at a rebel base. Now, I don't think he'll be brought directly to Yavin 4 uh, or anything, not the center of the rebellion. But uh, at some point, uh, who knows? Luthen lives on Coruscant, I'm fairly certain. What are the odds that Cassian ends up on Coruscant at some point in the heart of Imperial territory and shit? Uh, I don't know if that'll be next week. It'll, it, it's really interesting because he even says that he wants to come back like he That's wants true. to come back and help the people that he's yeah. made a life with you know like yeah, he uh, said he'll find a way he's like i mm -hmm. i don't know when or i so don't know some if point, he said that necessarily but he's like it yeah, won't, I'll, I'll i don't think there. it'll be next week at some point though he'll be back in ferrix uh i have i have no doubt about that um maybe it's uh because of narc 
he gets fired, and now he's going to be pissed off at Cassian, so he's going to do anything he can to get to him. He's going to figure out that Bix is close to him, and he'll mm. go for her to get to him, like, to lure him back to, what's the planet name? Ferrix? Ferrix. with a yeah, F-E-R-R-I-X, Ferrix. I think if I do have a prediction, that would be one of them, that Narc that. will use Bix to lure Cassian back to Ferrix? Ferrix, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to... It's a weird name. It's a weird name. Star Wars. Um, I just, they always spell... Oh, wow. Okay, I, I did get the spelling right. I just I didn't know if it was a PH and F, two R's, two I's, two K's, or two X's. Yeah. You know, I mean, but... Whatever the fuck. Yeah, they always spell in that shit weird, but this is relatively straightforward. Um Yeah, man. I'm there's so much more to the story too. Like this was truly was the prologue, you know, given the promotion we've seen for it, we know Mon Mothma's in this. Mm. We know Sagarera's in this. Like, and that's who I think it would be interesting for Luthen to be working with. Is Saw Gerrera in some capacity, um, sort of on the extremist side of things because he was like, fucking kill him. That's kill true. Him. You know, uh, and we do see in Rogue One that the Alliance doesn't, it's not as extremist and militaristic quite so as Saw Gerrera's band of rebels but like Draven the guy who tells Andor like hey forget everything you heard here when you find Galen Erso you kill him mm. we're not taking him we're not taking him in to testify we're killing Galen Erso there's no chance we can let him live so that's the other thing is that Luthen's not only bringing him into a new life where he can be a rebel. He's bringing him into a life where he will be a killer. Yeah. Which is a uh, very interesting. The right people though. Yeah. You know, and I, it, that's another fundamental thing in rogue one yeah. is that he, he evolves beyond that when he has Galen or so in his sights and he goes, ah, damn, I can't do it. All right. Um, and that speech he gives at the end of rogue one to Jin, where he's like, we've done terrible things in the name of rebellion. You know, like we've we've done terrible things. Mm. Like, I think we're gonna see just how deep in it Cassian gets over the course of the show, man. Like it's gonna be with the tone like the tone Rogue One takes at the beginning when he does kill the informant, like that's kinda gotta be the, the level of stuff we're dealing with for him to give that speech at the end of Rogue One like uh Yo, Dang. we've done terrible things. Um and we're about to see all yeah, that. We're going to we're going to see. <laughs> we will for sure. Uh Yeah, what's interesting is this season 1 will cover the year that is 5 years before Rogue One and then season 2 supposedly covers the other 4 years between then and uh hmm. then and Rogue One, which is uh interesting. Um but House of the Dragon has given me hope that that long of a period can be covered very well, very succinctly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, after this episode, I trust. I, tr- mm. I, I trust in what, what they're going to bring us. I don't think they bring in characters like Saw Gerrera and Mon Mothma if, if they know it's not going to be good. Like, I, 
I have a feeling it's they the know. the birth of the rebellion, man. Yeah, like, this shit's gonna... This good. They know. Um, I mean, it's not... I don't think it's a coincidence that they're releasing it alongside the other big, big... Powerhouses. ...shows right yeah. now. Like, like, Lord of the Rings set their date. HBO was like, fuck you. Bam. We're doing it, too. And then, like, I don't know, I guess, the order that it happened in, but, like... Well, and then, <laughs> it is funny, though. Andor did buckle a little bit. Uh, it did get delayed really? from late August to late uh, September, uh, well, so it did it did buckle a little bit. But they knew they knew what they needed to do. This is having its moment because House of the Dragon and Rings of Power are almost halfway done, if not halfway done. Mm. Um, like they did they did this right. They definitely did this right. It was just it was just business savvy. I don't think it's about the strength of them, you know, uh, mm. because this shit is strong. This was, I mean, if we're looking at the first three episodes of television in general, first three episodes of a season. I think that collectively I like these first three episodes more than I did Westworld. You know, I think Westworld ends up launching at episode four in season four. Like that was like a, Oh yeah, now we're fucking in it. You know, uh, this shit got me there. Now I'm there, you know, like I'm three episodes. We're good. Uh, how's the dragon? That's kind of, I don't. I don't want to talk about that. Um. <laughs> yeah, we'll just let that slide. I I will say that I am enjoying this more than Lord of the Rings. Uh, right now, ah. Lord of the Rings only has three episodes out. I think four is coming out tomorrow. Um, I think, or do they have? Four I think out four right is now? out. Five. Yeah, no, is four is out. out. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in I'd say like the first three episodes compared to Andor, like even though the first two episodes of Andor could be considered one, um. I guess. Well, now all three of these could consider be considered one big fucking like hour and a half movie. Yeah. Like these these flow together like crazy well. Uh, I don't know. I think it, like Lord of the Rings. Whenever I'm watching that, I'm 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 not as into it as I am Star Wars and Game of Thrones and whatever. I'm just kind of watching it like, yeah, this is this is good TV. It's visually unbelievable. Yeah. It's a good story, but like this, it's Star Wars and it's good and it's beautiful and. It just it's phenomenal so it's far, like, dude. Yeah. Like it's been so well done, and I'm I'm confident that this is going to be the best uh, Star Wars Disney Plus series, Star Wars series in general. Uh, I I have very little doubt about that. Now, three episodes in, this has already made a like the storytelling impact this made on me is v- so individual. You know, like mm. I like I said, I like Cassie and Andor a lot. But it's not, it's not him that's making me feel this story right now. Like it's, it's every, Adam. it is. He's part of it, certainly. You know, yeah, like uh, everyone. He's a big like, part of it, certainly. But like uh, the spirit of the town, like the 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 people of Ferrix, like that shit was so Star Wars. You know, like that shit made me feel that, and I loved it. And um, I think Nark and Bootlicker, like they don't get the credit that they actually like. They are playing their part. They're very good. Very well right now. Yeah. Like, even though we hate them, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Like, we mm. are we are supposed to hate them. And right. they're, like, yeah. Yeah, like, the, guy playing, the guy playing Narc is doing a really good job at this, like, just in over his head mm. brutality that, like, he knows what he wants to do and he just has, he doesn't have the capability of doing it. Like, he's just bad at it. Um, 
and he's very impressive with that. Bootlicker, he's through and through just playing that character spot on. Um, Marva's been incredible. Luthen made a fucking impact this week. Um, yeah, he did. This was a good fucking episode for Luthen. I put uh, him for my performance. Uh, did you say that he was your character? He'll be my week? character this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. This episode, he's my character. Honestly, uh, I might switch my performance to Narc. No shit. Like, out of the performance... Well, okay. The three that I'm between is Luthen, Narc, and... Uh, fuck. Luthen, Narc, and, and uh, Marva. Marva, the, yeah, okay. Uh, whenever she was like telling, like intimidating the guards, and then like her when crying at the moves, end, sitting yeah. in in the room. Um, those are the three I'm between, and Luthen. I don't think maybe he he's it fits more for the character, um, instead of the performance uh category here. So I, I don't think it's right. I think it's between Narc and Marva now for performance for me. Um, and I don't think I can put the Narc's performance above. Marva's like gotcha. total for the episode. So I think I'm gonna switch. I did have character Marva and performance Luthen, but I'm actually gonna swap them around. I dig uh, that because I don't think like the things that Luthen was saying. It was very just flat tone, and I mean he was still performing great, but like Marva had to cry, uh, intimidate some guards, you know, speak like. The reckoning is coming, like, and we got like young Marva too. Yeah, young Marva was impactful. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah, Fiona Shaw is Marva. Hmm. I guess that's a good choice. And you know what? I'll bring it home. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go straightforward with it. I'm gonna go Diego Luna as Cassian Andor. I really, really liked him in this episode. That when that scene that would have been selling Skarsgård's premiere scene. Where he's getting the gun held to his head. Mm, the flip side. The flip side yeah. of it. Cassian's performance, like Diego Luna, like that was such a fantastic back and forth. And I mean, like that scene where he is going, like, they're so fat and satisfied up there. They don't even notice. They can't fathom that a person like me could be among them spitting in their food. Uh, I loved that line. The oh, yeah. spitting in the their uniform, food. Some dirty hands in a toolbox. You know, like, and, oh, and, and what was the, like, is that really it? Whatever. And then he like added one little extra line, that one little extra line of like, um, do you really think, oh wait, maybe you just said it actually. Like whenever he yeah, was they like, can't, they can't really, fathom that someone like me will be, like, could be in there spitting in their food, taking their shit. Like, you, you think say we literally see shit, him but... infiltrate like something empire and actually like, yes, wear a uniform. Well, there's a line in Rogue and... One where they put on the Imperial uniforms to storm the tower. Mm. Uh, and, mm. you know, Jen looks all, <laughs> yeah, Jen's all like, she's barely fitting in her uniform and stuff because they took it off somebody. Cassian has everything down. He can, like, he knows exactly the way to put, That's like, the comm link. He knows exactly the way to put their like little data rods. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, and I got there was a little part of the novelization that went into that where Jin was like, "Oh, you've done this before," and Cassian didn't respond and was like, "Like, yeah, yeah, he has done that before." So we will certainly be seeing that. 
Uh, it's just a matter of this season, next, who knows. Um, I think it'll be this season, though. I think he's going to get quickly embedded in the Empire's uh or in, in the Empire's uh, business with a, by being a rebellion spy, I think mm. his journey definitely starts pretty quickly. Okay, I guess the the line I was choosing for this episode, um, like my my scene was was Luthen getting Cassian, like him talking to him, like do you really like come on man, like do you really want to keep doing this or do you want to fight them for real? Um, mm. and in that one line is like what that whole scene means. Um, and I don't know exactly what he said. It was something along the lines of, come on, don't you really want to fight them or like fight yeah. them for real? Something along that line. Um, it's either that or, um, or Mar, like Marva being like, it's whenever it stopped that yeah. you got to start worrying, you know, like that was, I don't know. I guess I'm going to stick with the, the Luthan scene though. Um, the line I dig there. that. Uh, my favorite scene, I'd go with the ending, the the no words music cutting between Luthen taking Cassian off, Marva taking Cassa off, uh, and the cutting between the people and Bix trying to get to Tim's body and like, oh. like, dude, this was this was strong, and that was my that was my runner up for performance actually, was uh hmm. was Bix, uh, Adria Arjona. She is, uh, she's fucking fantastic. And frankly, I mean, like, did I give Diego Luna, Cassian Andor the, the nod for the first performance? Mm-hmm. But I then gave Fiona Shaw change... the performance last episode. I don't know. I, I kind of forgot about Bix. She did Bix does fucking great episode. in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so like, that's my thing. If you don't change it to her, I'm going to change it to her. Uh, the only reason I like, I'm kind of putting Cassian out of my mind for performance because like, is it too easy just to put the main character as like you know or whatever? But like, he did do very very well. This yeah, that's my like, thing. I think uh, the nod. So like, I go, think I think we go whoever you truly feel is the best performance of the episode. You just fucking go with it, regardless of if you've done it before. And my gut went Diego Luna as Cassian Andor, so I'm gonna stick with it. But uh, I'll go Bix because she did pop off this episode. Yeah, she, she did, was incredible. Yeah. Like when she got in Tim's face and shit, that was awesome. Uh, she was just foreboding and like, ooh. Yeah, like, this is mm, we are. I don't know this. I hope we get a lot more of them. I I don't think they set up so much of the story like kind of with them and show them in those ending shots if we don't come back to them at some. Oh yeah, we're definitely like, coming back to them. Yeah. And whether it's with Cassian or they're just kind of a separate storyline, like I'm I'm down with either of them, whichever it is. But Cassian, yeah, frankly, will... I want to follow I want to follow both these stories now at this mm-hmm. point, because uh, they're going to be dealing sh- with shit on Ferrix now. Like, yeah, the Empire's going to the Empire's the coming. There. Yeah. The way they were talking about, like in the flashback, how, well, there's a dead Republic soldier out there. The Republic is coming and they will not. They're not going to let anybody get away with it. The Empire yep. is going to have the very same outlook on what just happened here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. Uh, so I hope Bix is safe. Frankly, good that a rat bastard like Tim can't rat anymore. True. Um, 
That's because huge. With the, do we know those characters' names? The people who were helping her, the kid that like ran off to go tell his dad, like, "Hey, I they're here." Don't today. think we know their names yet. Here, let me, uh, let me see if I can't find anything on them because I really liked those characters too. I want more of them. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Wow, the the cast for the show is actually nuts. Uh, yeah, so it's insane. <laughs> There's a lot of great, great. Uh, performances here but no nah, i can't i can't find anything there on uh who those characters might have been but uh do you do you recognize bix at all you'd be the one to recognize bix i wouldn't because she's in morbius <laughs> shows how forgettable that movie is god uh, wow she is literally morbius is like assistant that helps him like find like she is like one of the main characters in that movie and i just yeah i had no idea until you just said it that's insane god that movie sucks so bad that movie sucks so bad i've never even seen it and i don't plan on watching it until we get to the comic book movie journey through film 2020 we probably won't get to that 2024 i know it's gonna it's gonna be a while but when that day comes ah Wow, we got we got Matt Smith and House of Dragon, and now we got uh, Adria Arona. Arona, uh, yeah. Arona? Arjona. Um, Arjona. Yeah, yeah. Arjona. Um, wow, just the Morbius multiverse. Yeah, yeah, it gets it's everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's infecting everything. Man, that's unbelievable. That but is unbelievable. Glad she's in something really good now and playing um, a really really great character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fantastic and that's something we haven't really mentioned either is the representation in the show has been pretty fucking fantastic as compared to uh i mean plenty of star wars stuff in the past it's been getting better and better at the at the representation thing the last i don't know year or two Mm. um but uh yeah there's a i mean diego luna adriarjona fucking fantastic i mean like actually having a human tribe in the show yeah um, human tribe yes is is really nice to see um yeah i don't know this this is i'm very excited for the show now i'm not gonna lie i was in the mindset of like i will be focused on house of dragon uh primarily through this you know whatever but now i'm like now we yeah, got two things to be excited two, about. Two. Oh, oh, and I love that House of the Dragon comes around Sunday. We we talk about it Monday morning, and then we don't have to wait a full seven fucking days for another thing to talk about. We got uh-huh. fucking Andor, baby. God, it's mm. so good. Mm. Um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But uh, are we ready to throw a rating at this bad boy? Might have uh, prematurely plopped some in there. Um, I won't say what they are necessarily. I think people could have a pretty good idea, but um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for this. This is all right. So we got three. Yeah, it's gonna rank really, really well. We got three ratings here that we're gonna apply. We got enjoyment. That's just that's completely subjective. How much we enjoyed the episode, how much it resonates with us on an emotional level, and I have a feeling this one will do quite well. And then the uh, genre rating. This is just how well it fulfills its genre. This is Star Wars spy thriller. And uh, let me tell you, this is best yet. This is best yet. Uh, so I think we got the couple of tens out of the way. And now we're on to the critical rating, which is uh, the complete opposite of the enjoyment rating. Takes the subjective uh, 
and completely removes it from your mind. Objective objectivity mm-hmm. is the t- is the key here. Just how well the direct the director did, the writing was, the performances were, the score incredible again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the visuals, just everything, all things considered there. And we take the average of those three scores and it becomes our rating for the episode. And man, this was a damn good episode of television. And even though this was kind of the cap on the first three, this was singularly the best episode yet story-wise. Without a doubt. And that puts the floor at an eight. Um Yeah. I think I go nine. I would like, go nine as well. Uh, is it any higher than that? What could they have done more here? What could they have done better? Here's uh, my thing. If all three of these episodes are one episode, this is tens across the board. Yeah. Um, I have no doubts about that. It's the fact that these are not all three. Like it's that is what could have made this better. Um, yeah. I have I have no doubt I mean, about that. That's the. Th- I'm just trying to see if like it deserves a nine two five nine five or anything above a nine. Um, um, nine is still nine's fucking incredible, and that's kind of where I'm yeah. at. Is like, uh, I do think this episode was fucking great, and it was the best yet as far as the complete storytelling is concerned. I still don't think it was as. No, I, I take that back. It's 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 a pretty damn good singular episode of television from the moment he steps on to the uh, to the Imperial ship and is like or the Republic ship. The mirroring like the mirroring of young Cassian and the present day Cassian. That was like the story in this episode and the direction, the editing performance. Like, I don't know. This was it's pretty damn as good. one episode uh, does go. This was pretty, pretty good. Pretty nine, incredible. Like, that's the thing. It, it, giving it a nine, the episode's already a ninety-seven percent. Yeah, like it, it, a nine is is not bad. Do you like? Do you think there is room for improvement? I think that there. I do think I do was. think the ceiling is probably higher for this show, uh, but. You know, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, I think a nine five might be more appropriate. Like, uh, it just, I feel like the ceiling could be higher. However, I don't expect they'll reach this height again. Like, uh, I think this, it, like, I feel like this gives me hope that they can, but I don't know that they will. Think um, about it maybe this way. Episode one, we gave an eight. Episode two was a point below that. Do you think that this is a point above the first episode? Yeah, no doubt about and, that. Uh, like, definitely. Does it deserve more than a point above the first episode? I think, critically wise, like, a point more, like... Probably suffices. That's pretty good. But yeah. the difference between episodes one and two... being a po- I feel like the... There's a gap between – there's a bigger gap between episodes one and two and and three. Like I feel – I don't know. I feel like maybe just fuck it 925. Like I, I feel like 95 is too high. Gotcha. But like nine I, – I feel like giving it – it deserves more than a bump 
than episode two fell from episode one, if that makes I any sense. I feel you on that. No, I get that. Um, I get that. With, I'm with you for that. I'm with you for that. Uh, I'm down for a 925. What's that bring the episode ah, to? Beautiful number, too. 975. Uh, mm. So 97, 98%, however you want to look at that. Um, but this, yeah, I mean, this was, if I am going to come back to the show and watch a random episode, it probably not going to be one or two. As of so far, it is only three right now. Like that is like I like I will come back to this episode in particular. Well, now that we've broken up every episode and talked in between each one, I'm going to go back and watch them back to back to back. Oh, um, that's going to be nice because it to will get the full story. That'll be so complete. Yeah, um, it'll be fucking fantastic. That's what that's what's giving me the most hope for now, the show. Right? You know, it is now just one per week. Yes, there are okay. no more three like. I mean, it would be, I, it would be cool, but I'd be overwhelmed. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, yeah, it'd be only four weeks too if they did three every time, and like, it was kind of a lot. Like, if I had, like, I just had nothing going on today, Same. so that was I, why like, I called yeah. off work for this occasion. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's why I called off work. I would not be able to do what we did today if that's what it mm. if that's what it was going to be every week. So I'm glad it's only one a week from here on in. I wonder if um, my teacher canceled class because of this. He said, "Just no class today. Don't worry about coming in." Like, I wonder if he wanted to watch Andor too. I wonder if your boy's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> okay, I might, I might, I might like after class be like, "Hey, by chance, random question: Do you watch Andor at all? Uh, just curious." It's like they don't. Right. He's not gonna know who the heck I am. There's like fifty other people in there. I'll ask him a question. He won't ever see me again. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. I'm gonna investigate Love that. that but... Love that. So uh, that concludes. First three episodes of coverage for the Andor After Party. Uh, it came, it went, we raged, and it's time to wait another week for it. But we won't wait a week to talk again this Friday. We continue our 52-year journey through film where we're covering Slumdog Millionaire. And then on Monday, Fire and Bloom, a House of the Dragon podcast, continues uh, with episode six of the series. Very excited about that. Can't wait for you all to catch that. Uh, and the Andor After Party will be back next week for episode number four, but episodes one through three came to an 82% for us in the first episode. Second episode, or no, wait, first episode came to a 90%. Second episode came to an 82%. And third episode came to a 98%. So, uh, overall, all three of them put together is about a nine out of 10. 90%. So, That's pretty yeah. solid. That's pretty solid. Uh, it's, it's a good show so far. Suffice it to say. Um, yeah, I can't fucking wait, man. I can't fucking wait. And uh, with that, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find over 40 hours of exclusive content available for your listening pleasure. Like I said on the first episode of this uh, this three-episode premiere, bunch of Star Wars content there. I've been doing a lot of Star Wars reading. Last Friday was the review for uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, Birth of the Rebellion era. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to put out a Patreon with this week's comic book pull list along with a review for Star Wars Catalyst, a Rogue One novel. So I'm really living in this era right now. Next week I'm doing Rebel Rising uh, based around Jyn Erso's time with uh, Saw Gerrera. So uh, I'm very excited to get get that out for you. Um, so head over there, patreon.com slash Bloom. It'll cost you three bucks a month. Three little dollars. Itty bitty dollars, three of them. Um, every month on the first. So uh, it'd be uh, really kick-ass to help out the show that way. We would, it'd mean the world to us. Um, 
If you would, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever it is you may be listening. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And come back next week for the Andor After Party.